Hello everyone, this is Dane Gordon of Dane Gordon Podcast. Welcome back. It's been a little bit since my last podcast. I recently did a recording with Just Talk Military Veterans, and I'm excited for that to come out with uh, Carlos Delsid. He interviews veterans and just kind of sees what, what they did after their service in the Army, and obviously uh, my story was unique, so that's exciting, and I'm looking forward to that. Today, I want to talk about more finding meaning in your life. That is something that is so important to me, and it's something that's always changing as I change and grow. And it's it's so important to to have a reason to live, have a reason to be, have a reason to exist. And you might ask, like, well, why do I need a reason to exist? I already exist, so what do I need a reason for? Well, you need a reason so that you have something to strive for to keep pushing forward. You need a reason so that... You don't, you don't continue to do the things that you continue to do. You don't continue to stay in the drug addiction. You don't continue to uh, overeat or not take care of yourself or not, not push yourself forward in any manner. So there, there needs to be a reason. If you don't have a reason, it's called uh, nihilis- nihilism or nihilism, which means like you just don't think there's any reason for life at all and uh, what is the point of doing anything because there's no point in life. And that's a pretty dismal way to live, and I totally would not suggest going down that route. I'd been down that my, route myself where I just felt like there's no reason at all to be alive, like there's no reason for existence, and that definitely uh, pushed me into uh, drug addiction, alcoholism, pushed me into um, overeating and just being stagnant because... I didn't have anything to look forward to because there was no reason at all to live. But actually, I had plenty of reasons to live. I had family, I had friends, I had people who cared about me. But in in my own um, selfishness, I I believed that that I wasn't where I was because of everybody else. And that's another part of this about finding meaning is the number one thing you need to do is take responsibility for your life. There's a huge like negative thought pattern right now that the postmodernism has developed and it's like the excuse culture that that somebody else is responsible for where you are at in life and and where why you can't get to where you need to be and when you live in the victim excuse culture all it does is it oppresses you even more you say that you're oppressed because of this person or that person or these people and that's just going to keep you stuck where you're at because you feel like that you already have a reason not to be where you are. And to me, that's a very, very lazy way of thinking, thinking that somebody else is holding their thumb over you. Now, I can I can think that in my own life. I can think, you know, well, I'm a felon or I'm this or I'm that or right now where I live at, I'm a minority and, you know, people only want uh, Spanish people and Spanish-speaking people in jobs because obviously they need Spanish-speaking people because where I live, there's a lot of people who, who only speak Spanish. And I could just sit here and be like, well, these people are racist and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not the case. The case is if it, maybe I should actually learn Spanish or, or maybe I should go to a job that doesn't require that. And I can be an asset anywhere I want to be if I choose to work hard. It's really not that hard. It's not that hard to be a valuable Asset. It's not that hard to be a valuable person in this world. All you have to do is is do hard work, be honest, and and pursue something higher than yourself. And that's what this meaning is about. I've had to ask myself a lot, like, who am I? Because a lot of times we are who 
we think we are, not who we actually are, or we are who we think that other people think we are. Like when you really dissect yourself, when you really try to figure out who you are, that's a very, very tough road to go down because like you're like, well, I'm me and I already know who I am. But most people, when you say who you are, they'll say their name, they'll say their job. Maybe they'll even state a belief. But who are you really? You are everything you do, everything you say, and everything that you are. Um, and it's not just your skin. It's not just your flesh. It's not just your blood. There, there's so much about us that's so much more than just those things. Um, we are, in, in my opinion, in my estimation, and things that I've learned, um, and obviously under my Christian beliefs, I believe that we are so much more than just those things that we are you know endowed by a creator that we have some ultimate purpose we have some ultimate meaning like i feel like in my life that i have i have been destined for something great that i have a purpose and and that doesn't always mean like you know you're gonna you're gonna change the world you're gonna save the world you're gonna do this this that or the other but the the transcendent purpose i i know that that there's something that i need to be doing and i feel a lot of meaning when i put out these podcasts when i talk about these things when when i share my experiences with others those are things that give my life meaning and and, and that's what we're talking about right now and it's it's to me i always need to be just just challenging everything i always need to be like well, why am I where I'm at right now? Why do I believe what I, I believe right now? And again, back to my Christian beliefs, I've challenged that so much, so many times. And one thing that keeps me believing in that sort of thing, because if you look at it like objectively, empirically, and just look at, okay, well, um, here's Christianity in a nutshell, the, the, that the world was created by something, somebody that is, that is obviously uh, intelligent life, and the the world needed saving and the world got saved and somebody died for all the thing the wrong things that we do so that we can live eternal life and we can live on this world and uh this this being went into a human or became a human so that he could understand us and die as a human so that um we could be he could be the ultimate and last sacrifice so we don't have to uh, continue atoning for our sins in 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 the uh, eternal life aspect. Like we'll always be paying for the things that we do. We'll always be punished for the things that we do because that's just the way that that God works and the world works. But if you look at it like that, it's like wow, that's a really really crazy statement. That's a really crazy thing to believe. But to me, it's not a crazy thing to believe because I have seen the evidence of this supernatural force of God, of Jesus Christ in my life so many times that it would be stupid for me to not believe in that sort of thing. It would be, it would be asinine for me to just be like, well, that, that doesn't really, you know, these were just subjective experiences and these are just things that, that I feel or some neurological process is going on that, that made me feel some kind of supernatural experience. But I felt, I felt God so many times. I felt, I felt the hand on my life so many times. And I felt this, this just overwhelming sense of, of, of something beyond myself. And I've seen myself be given mercy for a lot of things because like I've, I've shared previously, you know, I was in prison for, um, arson of a place of worship, the house of God, and I was given great mercy. And I definitely know that it wasn't just the courts and they weren't just having mercy on me. It was because there was something bigger going on there. And in my experience, uh, God parted the waters and made 
a path for me to walk where I could become a better man. And I know that in, in my heart of hearts, you know, I take responsibility for changing my life. I take responsibility for becoming the person that I became. And I am proud of that. But I know that me prior, the prior person that I used to be, the person who was selfish and self-absorbed and only cared about myself, would never have ever gone down that road by myself. I would have never just uh, snapped my fingers and awakened. And 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 like I said, and I've said before, that obviously it wasn't by myself. I had family who I talked to. I had people who were around me. But there was something so, 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 so much like there was something going on. And, and I have had some serious spiritual awakenings. And because I believe in a God and in a future beyond here, it gives me hope, you know, and it also gives me hope for, for why I'm living right now. Like it isn't just, you know, I'm just a, uh, uh, synthetic, not a synthetic, but I'm not, I'm just a, a, a human on this earth and I can achieve great success and wealth and all that stuff. Like that stuff's very, not very important to me, but it's important to me when I, when I can look at other people and I can see something great in them because I know that we were all, like that, that we all have that kind of spiritual force in our lives that we all have. Um, we've all been touched by God, that we all have the potential to be something greater, that we all are actually greater than we think we are. And that we all ultimately have a purpose, whatever that could be. And, and like I said before, it doesn't always have to be like some grandiose thing. It, it could be, uh, being a father or being a mother. Or it could be, um, just being, a helping hand to one person could be the grandiose thing, which is actually a huge thing because when you affect one person, they affect another person and, and, and those people affect more people and more people. And it, and it turns into this, uh, this effect where the world becomes greater because of one, maybe one nice thing that you said to something. I've heard it said before that people just need very little encouragement in their lives. And I know that personally and uh as a man sometimes that's hard to admit like i like i want to be like you know uh, i did it on my own and bootstraps and all this stuff but really a lot of things that that help me is just the little encouragements that i get like i've had little encouragements about um this podcast one of my friends recently he he brought me when when he came down to visit he he bought me a mic and uh, a laptop and all this stuff and and that was actually a huge encouragement. It wasn't just a little encouragement. It was like he's like because I believe in you because I see uh, that's something that you love doing and and you're you're accomplishing something and you're helping others and and that was that was uh, definitely a huge encouragement. But sometimes it just it, someone will just send me a message or be like, hey man, you're doing great and and that pushes me forward. And so I try to remember that in other people's lives. Like just for example, and, and, and I'm kind of being funny sometimes at work, but I'm like, dude, you did a great job. You did something great. Or you did that, you know, and, and you can see people's eyes light up just by that little encouragement, because I think that we're all just like, um, so used to the negativity in our own lives, either by our own family members or other people, or even by ourselves. Like I catch myself being negative to myself all the time. Like, dude, you can't accomplish this. You can't do anything. Blah, 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 blah. Just that negative self-talk. My brother, Cole Gordon, he actually has a great uh, podcast about that. Uh, and it, it, it said, I think it's called Shut Up Brain. Like you just have to tell your brain sometimes, like, hey, stop, just shut up. And I have to catch myself all the time just being like, hey, those are interesting thoughts, brain, but it doesn't really matter. It's not that important. It's just a, um, 
to to live a life of worry is is not going to get me anywhere. To live a life of of self condemnation or self pity isn't going to get me anywhere. It's it's only going to get me in that 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 negative feedback loop. Like I can't do anything, and then so I don't do anything, and then I can't do anything, and then I don't do anything. And it's just like an over and over and over self defeating process to to think negatively like that. Now uh, about the meaning in in the meaning in your life. Uh, there's a very important quote by Friedrich, Friedrich Nietzsche. I'm always butchering that name, but it's definitely a huge influence on my life. The the one the man who I talk about who wrote the book Beyond Good and Evil, but he wrote he who has a he who has the why to live can bear almost any how. And this quote, the first time I heard Friedrich Nietzsche was in the book I talked about previously. Um, Man's Search for Meaning, which was written by Viktor Frankl, who was the man in Auschwitz, who found incredible meaning in his own life by giving a helping hand out to the other Jews who were obviously suffering beyond anything that we will ever know, where they didn't have any food, they didn't have any uh, great, sh- they didn't have any great shelter, and they're working um, off of no energy. And a dude found meaning in that in that circumstances because. He he had he had a uh, he had a why why he who has a why can bear almost any how and the, and the why 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 do I exist why am I here on earth and his why was he wanted to complete a manuscript on logotherapy which logotherapy is essentially um, uh, a therapy that if you put meaning in someone's lives that it will help a person out in ways that. Um, that not having meaning definitely will not. And so his meaning while he was there was obviously helping others out and talking to other people and interviewing people and 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 watching how people suffer greatly and poorly. And his his why got him through that. His why. Like if the thing that changed my life about that book and it's something that I pretty much have brought up in every single podcast was like, you know, this dude was an innocent dude and and he didn't he didn't he didn't do anything to go there. And in my own life, I had been in prison and, and I did something to go there. I, I had a reason to be where I was at. And if, if he can have a why in those circumstances, like you could, he could easily just be blaming and pointing fingers. And there are definitely people to blame. There are definitely people who are, who are guilty of, of oppressing him. And this is a real oppressive situation. And sometimes when I hear the word oppression in America, I'm like, bullshit like you don't know anything about oppression and neither do i because we've never been in a circumstance where we've actually been oppressed the the part of the reason that we we think that way is because like i said at the beginning we'd rather be victims but back to uh he who has a why if if you have the why if you have the meaning you can get through anything anyhow like you can you can any any situation if you have a as a, as a man if you have a woman to love that will be that could be your why like my why to become a better man is or how am i going to become a better man because why the reason to live is is to be a better man for this woman and possibly to be a better father and better husband and 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 whatever and so the big the big thing in meaning is is basically shooting for a star is looking for something that you want to do with your life and and again i i want to I always want to say from my own perspective that it's to me, it's not about money. It's not about fame. It's not about uh, 
these sort of things. It's about doing meaningful things. And right now in my life, um, I live in essentially the hood of uh, right. I live right next to the border of Mexico. I have a job. Uh, I just got a little raise, but I was getting. I'm getting minimum wage and blah blah blah. And I could sit here and and just feel guilty. And I could sit here and feel like you know I don't have much uh, to live for. But really, like my life is so meaningful because. I make it meaningful because like I said earlier, I have this, this podcast that I enjoy doing. I have, I have friends. I have people who love me. I have family. I have people calling me. I get so many phone calls and texts all the time. I can hardly keep up with it from people who genuinely care about me, who don't want anything from me, but just to know that I'm doing okay. And that makes my life extraordinarily meaningful. And, and also, you know, I have the, the, I have my faith. I have a, a vision of the man that I want to be. I have a goal of eventually having a family, of eventually, you know, being more financially stable. But because I don't have those things right now, there was this old illustration that uh, I got from the the first Jordan Peterson book I've read. He's about to start his third book, but it was called uh, Maps of Meaning. And there was like this this oval, and on one side of the oval it said that, um, and and it was kind of canted, but on one side of the the oval it said the unbearable present. And then on the other side of the oval, it was like the uh, pretty much fantastical future, like where like the present is unbearable because we're always looking towards this future um, that is is usually uh, just a crazy future that we'll probably never get to. But we're never appreciating the unbearable present because we always want something more. And right now in this present moment, I, I feel, I feel, I feel alive and I feel full and I feel like I have so much going on. I've been trying to live in such a way where like I'm with somebody and I'm actually with them. I'm not thinking about anything else. I try to put my phone away. I try to just like, just focus on them and, and, and love the moment. And, and I always try to point it out when I'm, when I'm doing that. I'm like, man, I want you to know that this is a great moment for me right now. I'm really, I'm really here and I'm really enjoying this moment. And it's just a, it's, it's a wonderful way to, to be and exist. And, and I remember before in, in my, I, I guess you could call it my past life because I feel like I've been, uh, I've, I've died and been resurrected metaphorically and, and almost literally. But, um, it just, in, in this, this way of living is so special to me now. Like at, at my job, I will be cooking and I'll just be focusing on that. And it's just like, sometimes it's so meditative and it's so like, this is an important moment. I'm making this food to give somebody a better, um, a better quality food so they can enjoy their time and they can enjoy a moment together. And that makes just making food meaningful. And I'm sure that if you look at your job or whatever you're doing in your, in your own life, like, you know, whether you're, um, if you do construction, you're building a house for someone to have a happy life in. Like that's a very, very, very serious thing. And when you look at it that way, it makes you want to do a better job, and then it makes your employers like you, and it makes you know it's just a um, that's a, a positive feedback loop. I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this for a reason. There's a reason that I'm doing this, and uh, you can you can always find a good reason for what you're doing, no matter you know. Well, not no matter what you're doing. There are definitely some jobs that are probably more on the evil uh, side and, and maybe you should um, consider that yourself and I'm not going to be the one to tell you but there's I think that you can always find meaning in anything 
that 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 you're doing that is something beyond yourself and i think another way to find meaning too is to do things to volunteer your time to volunteer your efforts to listen to somebody else i've been having so many wonderful experiences having these genuine conversations and i learned this uh this genuine conversation from the uh from the, the the jordan peterson and joe rogan on the joe rogan experience podcast where um he was talking about how when two people are having a genuine conversation and really listen to this and i don't know if i said it before and if i did i apologize but when when me and somebody else are looking at each other in the eyes and we're having a conversation we're creating this new thing in between us and we're creating this this new version of ourselves because i'm taking information from them and i'm putting out information from me and together we're creating something new and when we have a genuine conversation we both take parts of things that we've learned from ourselves from them from the conversation we become better people after the conversation so literally if you have a genuine conversation not a surface conversation you come out different and changed and that makes that meaningful and you can you can you can use that model anywhere like i, I was telling somebody uh me and this younger dude at work we we're talking about like at the end of the day we're like hey are you a better man today after work because you know we were honest and we worked hard and we we uh, had fun and 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 blah, blah, blah. And we did all these things that were meaningful. And at the end of the day, we we're like, man, I'm a better man after today. You know, I could be a worse man because I believe that there's never like a stagnant point where you're just, you're just who you are and that's who you're going to be. You're either going, you're either ascending or you're going down. And to me, like, it's, it's so interesting to put meaning in everything. And, uh, that's that's the podcast for this week. That's the podcast for um, this episode, and I really hope that you appreciated it. And if uh, I'm going to post a link to the Just Talk Military Veterans when it comes out, when when my episode comes out on my Facebook page, so look forward to that. And also this weekend, I'm going to start a new series that I want to I want to start called uh, Ordinary People. I'm going to be interviewing somebody. I, I know I've probably said a couple things about it in the past, but. Uh, this this Sunday, um, I'm officially going to be doing my first episode. So thank you. And if you have any questions or feedback, let me know.